to me. Live from the St. Paul, we're the names you know. This is the names I know. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. Back for the 184th-ish episode of the Dave's and podcast. Uh, we have uh, MJ here. MJ, how are you doing? I'm doing well, and not to dispute any facts of your being in St. Paul, but I'm coming live from Northeast Minneapolis. That's fair. It's basically St. Paul. We're at you least know. on the same side of the river. <laughs> we are. I don't, I don't know if that counts for much. I still feel like there's... There's tension. I think it, te- it technically counts on the same side of the river. Uh, we are missing Dan again. Dan is out. Uh, Dan uh, had a uh, uh, his penis removed uh, or a second penis removed. Not sorry, yes, not his first second penis. Penis. His second penis. Second penis removed last <laughs> week. He's still recovering from that, so he is out for this week. So it's just gonna be uh, me and MJ. So <laughs> buckle up, the buckaroos. It's gonna be a fucking ride. So uh, MJ, how was your how was your week, buddy? You know, my week was pretty good it's the end of uh outdoor boom ball season which means i will be playing you know half as many boom ball games as i normally do maybe even fewer and uh it feels good both both my outdoor teams do really well this year and uh we had a brief award ceremony over zoom because we could not go to our usual uh sponsor silverfish on sunday uh i just want to say i feel bad for dan that he can't be here um and i know recovering from surgery is always just a pain in the ass or a pain in whatever part you have the surgery in and in his dick case a, a, a pain in, a pain in where wherever his second peen was going and i mean theoretically near the first peen hopefully <laughs> yeah, yeah I, hopefully i i never asked i i and i also yeah. never asked him if the second peen is being removed meaning that his first peen was also removed or was this just the second team to grow was, was the one that was removed? No, it was, it was, first I think it was an ancillary peen. It was is a peen that was not, it was a, a yeah. So this is like his second team being removed, not his second team removal. Right. Important distinction. Right. But, yeah. Know, I, very important. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you want some more peen talk, uh, Dave's uh, or you hit up on the Patreon. Uh, we are literally, I, I literally was just chatting with Christian from Hop Clouds this afternoon, and we are going to be, he's going to be, not not we, the, the, not the royal we, he is going to be brewing the first batch of Dave's and O beers for the season. And it's going to be the Imperial Red IPA. Oh, apparently it's going to be very, very alcoholic. Um, uh, oh, this is gonna be great! Yeah, it's gonna be really awesome, and it will be. He's gonna brew it in the next couple of weeks, so or the start of the brew will be in, in like two weeks or so. So we're ready right around the season opener, or the home opener, or whatever. So we're gonna figure out. We might be able to figure out a way to like do socially distant handoffs for people who are members of the Patreon. If you want to be a member of the Patreon, if you want to get this beer, sign up right now. 
if you're not already signed up, if you are already signed up as a member of the Patreon at $3 a month, we will give you this beer if you show up and, and, and take this beer. If you are not a member yet on the Patreon, patreon.com slash the Daves I know. And if you are a member this month, we will give you this beer next month. Is that, that I mean, that sounds like a, a pretty cool deal. And if you stay as a, as a, a member um, for whatever extended period of time, three, $3 a month for as many months as we're doing this, we're going to do three beers. Uh, we've been talking, I have, a, there's some, we've been chatting about some stuff that may be like a non Patreon, super awesome donation level beer plus Jersey thing. Uh, just throwing it out there as a thing, but if you really want to get this the beers if you just join right now as at three dollars a month um for the season so for the next like six months you'll get all three of the uh days i know uh slash hop clouds beers that we collect really all three do. yeah collect all three gotta you gotta get them all that's a that's a pokemon thing right yeah gotta gotta, gotta get them all yeah is it and- i'm pretty sure it's gotta get them all a special shout out to our teetotalers or for whatever reason you can't have beer patreons you know that we we give you the patreon only podcast episodes you help pay for better audio quality so we sound less like shit so you guys get perks too also for those the teetotalers i'll I, if you want uh when we can go back into bars um the black art has a NA menu. I will buy you several drinks from the NA menu. So if, if you want to like have an NA old fashioned uh, or an NA margarita or any NA beer, like there's like three NA beers at the black art right now. So if you are an uh, NA uh, subscriber to the podcast, which we appreciate, obviously um, let me know. I'll, I will hook you up with some, some drinks at the black hearts when we can all get together again. Uh, from the NA side of, of things. So uh, that is the Patreon update. Um, so please join patreon.com slash the Daves I know to help support the Daves that you know. All right, let's jump in, MJ. United News, big biggest United News, Sonny Dotson was called into the U23 camp today. Um, yes. What are your thoughts so, on that? One brief thing that I like, one brief thing that I don't like. I like that he was called. I like that his name was on this list. Um, and I like that he was on the list as a midfielder, not as a right fullback, because I think he is more deadly there. What I don't like is we're rather deep at central midfielders, and he's not going to make the cut. Right. That's that was my that was my note here. It's like he makes his team if he is like a he's not a starter on this team number one and he makes his team because the team is, is i think he, they called him 30 players it, it has to get, get down cut down to 20 he makes his team as someone who is like the makeshift right back if you know um what's his face goes down injured or something so reggie cannon? yeah reggie cannon so i i could see a reason i could see a, a way he makes this team um but if i'm Jason Christ, I do. I'm probably not bringing, considering the amount of talent that's in the midfield, I'm probably not bringing Asani Dotson into this team. It's great because, on one hand, when you have a short roster, 
you can't always have depth at every position. And so the one chance he has is that he can play multiple positions and they may need a bench player that can play multiple positions. But even with that caveat, he still is not as high on the depth chart as he needs to meet on just a 20 player roster. And you have to understand that this call into camp 30 person roster, it's not like you're just removing the worst 10 players. You have players that will be U23 this year and qualifiers Olympics that are playing in Europe that aren't being called into this camp. Let's say like Weston uh, McKinney or um, I think- they're not, they're, not, they're not on this roster. Right. They're not on this camp, but Western McKinney's not. So MJ, I understand what you're saying. Um, there, there's, there are players who are not on this roster. The, uh, will uh, likely Efra Alvarez is actually a really great one from, from uh, LA galaxy. Who's not on this roster. Um, who theoretically, theoretically could be called in by either the U S or, or, the, or the Mexico team or the U S team. Yes. Um, there's the Atlanta players. Um, so George Bello, those guys are not called to this roster because they're playing in uh CONCACAF Champions League. I don't think Hassan, Hassan gets called to this roster, he's not going to make. I don't, I mean, it would surprise me to hell if he makes this roster for the qualifying tournament. That does right. not preclude him from making the roster for the actual Olympics team if they if they win, if they, if they get to the Olympics, if they, you know, make it to the semifinals, um, if they're one of the, the, the two qualifiers from CONCACAF, it would not surprise me if a Dotson, even if he doesn't make the final roster is included in that team, because that the term is going to be in July when a lot of teams will not be like, will not want to release their players. Cause it's not a you know, FIFA qualify, you know, FIFA right. window or whatever. So, I, I, you know, don't take, don't read too much into it. Tournament, and I just want to set the bar really low here is if instead of a 20 person roster, it was a 30 person roster, and there were like three or four injuries. Um, but, um, yes, there still is a chance he, he plays in the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, on the same note, DSC, uh, Jane Sinclair, and Colin Montgomery were named to the preliminary Canadian roster. We have not seen the official Canadian roster yet. So I would assume that Dane Sinclair would be on that roster. Um, he'll probably get called into the Canadian national team. So that's, you know, Blame whatever. Canada. Blame Canada. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Patrick Guaya. We mentioned this uh, last week, officially assigned uh, as a homegrown Woo-hoo! player with the, with the team. So that's good. Uh, do you have any other thoughts on Patrick Guaya? Other than uh, the uh, Minnesota football show, or uh, not, not Minnesota football show, the fifty-five-one podcast, fucking up the uh, relations. Yeah, I, I just wanted to put that out on Twitter today that we got something right and they got something wrong, and maybe it doesn't happen that often. But it's we did. Not, get no, right. it's not the first time. It's not. <laughs> you're not gonna be the last. Thank you, time. David. Thank so. you. Also, I'm super excited. Those of you who know me well or see my tweets. Uh, know that I like to include flag emojis a lot. I'm a flag geek. So Neil Logan and I were talking about what flags we need to add. And obviously Liberia, a Liberian flag was on the list. For those who don't know, uh, it's based on the U.S. flag, but it just got one star in the canton. So uh, be prepared to be confused by 
a bunch of stripes with just one star. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, so let's jump into it. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> Minnesota United announced they, they, they put out there at the at six o'clock on a Friday afternoon um, <laughs> or Friday evening, their new kit, the River Kits. Uh, MJ, what are your thoughts on the River Kit? Can we can we go in pros and cons here? Sure. Why do you okay, start? Sure. You give me your pros and your cons, and then I'll I'll jump in. Unless that sound so pros. I like that it's not white. I like that. I I presume this will be our second kit, or in the U.S. we like to call it our away kit. Um, but I assume this is instead of the plain boring white kit, and it is better than that. I also like that they are trying to hark back to our NASL history and whether it's in Yara or uh, Admiral, those kits and have something that kind of resembles that. I think that's a cool throwback idea. I don't like that uh, it has a pointed neckline. It's not really a V-neck. I don't know what the name for it is. Um, it's shaped like the uh, Sydney Opera House. I I don't like that point that that's on the neckline, and I also don't like that as much as it's trying to hark back to some really cool kits that we had in the NASL, it still very much looks like a boring Adidas template kit. All right, that's fair. I'll, I'll, I'll take it from there. Um, so <laughs> I kind of 100% agree with you on what? most of that. What? Uh, until until actually like so, I'm I, I have a I have a really weird. Maybe it's just not just me, but like I just don't understand why Adidas feels that they should just emboss so many kits. So like, I think we all saw the, the, um, the leaks of the kit on Twitter on Friday afternoon or whatever. And it was like, Oh, it's like, it's a, it's a blue, it's a blue shirt. It's cool. It's a blue shirt. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Blue shirt. Um, and then, you know, when they, you could see when they actually, like, when they released it officially at six o'clock on Central Time uh, in Minnesota here, you could see a little bit of the, of the, like, the embossment. Like, you could see a little bit of, like, the things. Uh, the waves. The waves and stuff. And it was like, okay, that makes, that's kind of cool. Whatever. Um, then I saw it on Saturday. Uh, somebody I saw somebody who bought it and they showed it to me like literally in person. I could say, Oh, like, okay, cool. If you show it like this way with the light, it you can see all the things. If you show it this way, you can't see jack shit. Um, which is very much like the drift kit. You're right. And it makes it, it makes like literally zero sense that they and even the pictures that the team has released uh, with the players in it, like with Ethan Finley pictures, like you can actually see, like 
way he's like showing his shoulder or whatever, you can see like the embossment or whatever. I just don't get MJ. This is my big thing. I don't, I don't get why the fuck Adidas is so invested in embossment. So like literally things you cannot see on television. If you are no, unless you're like 10 fucking feet away from the person, like literally like, if if you are sitting in the stands, you can't see that. You can't see that on television. You can't see that uh, in the stands unless you are like literally sitting in the front fucking row. Um, and <laughs> like when like you know the 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 dudes are running around and sweat's glistening, like you're not gonna be able to see any 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 fucking shit. I I just I I just in the the problem with me with me for that is that. Um, Adidas can do not embossment, right? They can Chicago do solid Fire, the Chicago Fire shirt, not embossment. The New, York, the New York Red Bulls shirt, not embossment. They can do not embossment and they can do it well. And they refuse to do it well for the majority of the fucking teams that they do it for. So that that's, says to me a lot of things about I don't know. Uh, Minnesota United, MLS, Adidas, and take take your pick. But um, it, it, it's it's it would it's a really it's a really great colored shirt, and I will I'm really happy I'm gonna be really happy to buy it in 2022 at the State Fair when it's 50 percent off. <laughs> so what I'm gathering, David, is you don't like patterns. You don't like minuscule details that don't show up. I fucking love patterns. I fucking love details. I just don't want it to be something that you can't see unless you are standing three feet in front of me. If you're going to have a pattern, go loud like Ford Madison, right? Any, any, like, <laughs> Leon is a, is a team I support. They have, you wear, a, you wear a pattern. It's a fucking pattern. Like, I just don't understand the embossed shit that uh adidas is like insistent upon for many many teams like it's not just minnesota united it's it's a lot of teams like they're like oh this is like it's like this really cool embossed pattern where you can only see if you're looking at it at a certain angle like who the fuck wants that otherwise it looks like a fucking t-shirt who the fuck wants to buy a t-shirt who the fuck wants to buy a goddamn t-shirt i want to buy a goddamn t-shirt i want to pay i'm gonna pay Ten dollars for a goddamn t-shirt, not ninety dollars or one hundred and thirty dollars for the a fucking authentic version of a goddamn t-shirt. All right, that's that's my that's my rant. Sorry, buddy. Um, no, that's that's a great rant. I, I'm glad to know where you stand. And I don't spend one hundred thirty dollars on a goddamn t-shirt. Is or what's frustrating to me is. Because Adidas uses these embossments, these sort of minuscule patterns, not just on Minnesota United kits, they use them on other MLS kits as well. And so we have three parties here. We don't know who to blame. We can complain and rant all we want on this podcast, and you know we will. No, it's Adidas. You can blame Adidas. Right. So, like, how much is this a Minnesota United person coming to Adidas and saying, hey, we're looking for, we want to do a river kit. We want to do a blue kit with river. 
what can you do that would give us something that's not just plain blue? Like, can you give us like a river effect? You know, is this coming from Minnesota United? Is this coming from MLS? MLS saying, we don't want all our kids to be playing. We want some of them to be solid and we want some of them to have something a little something else. Or is this coming from Adidas? Like we have these embossment kit patterns and we want to have so many of our MLS kits be that. We don't know. No, and we so- do. It's it's Adidas, buddy. It's 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 Adidas. Here's the thing. They 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 make they make a fucking product that um enough people will buy that will make sense for them, but not a product that people will, will want to buy. So they have to make a third kit because Adidas because they have a fucking league-wide deal, doesn't do third kits unless there's enough burnt jerseys bought by teams. So they they make just shit enough jerseys for teams so that, like, we don't ever actually ever buy enough jerseys to get a third fucking jersey for this team. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a goddamn pyramid scheme, man. It's a goddamn pyramid scheme. It's a, it's a reverse funnel. Yeah. And, 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 we're, and we're the fucking funnel. We're getting shit on. Yeah, we're shit all the time. That's that's the whole thing, man. All right. Uh, let's waste too much time on the kit. Yeah, no, we, yeah, we waste too much time on the kit. Uh, so uh, Andy Grader uh had some uh, had some tweets and a post out. Uh, he hinted at Minnesota United attack announcing an attacking player soon. Um. He, Can I read so, the quote? Yeah, please do, buddy. Andy Greeter, this is not, he is not quoting anybody in particular. So he's obviously summarizing or paraphrasing someone within this United when he's saying this. Quote, the loons do have an undisclosed attacker to be announced soon, but he's not considered to be a headliner. So Offensive needs will remain primary, especially with a designated player spot available and that top tier experience and expectations that come with the DP label. How vague is that? How fucking vague is that? Undisclosed attacker to be announced soon. I understand we're trying to hype up things in the preseason here. I understand that, again, we've talked about this podcast before you can't always get what you want when you want it but give us a little something else like just a little bit like like is this person coming out of usl is this person coming from some other country like give us just a little bit more i mean like why would they this team has never (laughs) given the media anything and I don't even consider consider us part of the media, but they've never given the media anything up about what's going on uh, in relation to this franchise. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not. This is not. Uh, I don't know. It's. I really. I was really hoping Dan would join because I think Dan might have some like thoughts about who. <laughs> oh yeah, this person might be, and I have no idea. I have no fucking idea who this right. person might be. So, it's probably somebody from the USL. Uh, that's coming in on. So we, we, we've talked about Michael Vang. Yeah. Vis a V for Madison uh, and being a Hmong American from St. Paul. 
in the in the last year, we, we were like, I don't know. I was like, oh man, that would be it'd be fucking awesome if it was Michael Vang. Michael Vang is apparently going to uh the Chicago Fire training camp. So he's definitely not gonna be in the in the Minnesota United training camp. I would so. love if the headline switched and somehow Minnesota was able to sweep in and trade for the discovery rights for Michael Vang from the Chicago Fire. One, that's not happening. Two, if it did happen, I would have to deal with Minnesota United screwing up an outreach to the Hmong community that they've already screwed up for how many years they've been in the, uh, in the MLS by now. Yeah, but I don't think it's discovery rights. I think it's just like you can just invite him in to a training camp. Like Minnesota could have could have invited him in to a training camp. I think, like he has no, there's nothing. Even you know, though Ford Madison is officially an affiliate with Chicago Fire. I think so. Yeah, I think okay. it's. Uh, he's he, he's signed to Ma- Madison. Um, I think he has probably in his contract probably has a, uh, you know, he can leave for an MLS team sort of contract if if i was michael vang's agent i would that's what definitely what i would do so um shop around right so anyways um and why would anyone want to go to the chicago tire fire i mean if you're michael vang you probably get some playing time there that's true you're probably not going to get as much playing time in minnesota right right as an attacker but i mean we certainly need attackers and we definitely have had need for more attackers than we, you know, possibly can handle right now. So free Chacon. Yeah. Free Chacon. Uh, all right. So other, a little bits of, uh, you know, news. Uh, so Matt Doyle apparently had tweeted into existence, uh, Rafael Santos Borre, so apparently now there's like three MLS teams that are into Rafael Santos Bore um, and one Brazilian team and a Brazil in, in Palmeiras. Yes. In Brazil, yeah. um, TFC holds his discovery rights. So now there might be a bidding war, I guess for Rafael Santos Bore. I, you know, I have no idea what's going on there. MJ, do you have any other, any other thoughts? Well, the MJ and on, Slack is kind of concerned because that uh, Bebelo Reynoso comes from Boca Juniors and and Rafael Santos Bore comes from River Plate, which is their Argentinian rival. And so if we get both of them, you know, will they get along? I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's a, it's a valid concern. Uh, all right. Uh, and then finally, there's there is the. Uh, hey, we're all like, if you got a vaccine yet, MJ? I have not. Okay, I, I'm going to be low on the list, I believe. That's fair. Um, well, they just announced the Johnson and Johnson like one shot vaccine should theoretically like pump up the number of people who can be able to get vaccines. So, uh, Andy Grader uh, mentioned the club has outlined a possibility of filling nearly 20,000 seats. Wow. Um, and then doing it from like 25%, 50%, 50% so on, so on. Um, 
I think they're they're taking the lead of the uh, or they're taking the, they're following the Minnesota Twins, who have this uh, plan to do it, and that is kind of the big thing. And they're following a plan that the St. Paul Saints did last year and are planning on this year. And if you uh, have not listened to the podcast today with Sean Aronson, which is a couple podcasts ago, please go back and listen to it. Um, he's a uh, baseball, yeah. A baseball guy, but he's you know he's he's the vice president of uh, broadcasting communications and also is the uh, you know their play-by-play announcer. So um, <clears throat> I just like that pod a little bit. One of the things that really impressed me or surprised me is I did not realize that Sean Aronson, in addition to being working with the Saints for however many years, also has experience in minor league baseball. Like he's worked for double a or triple a clubs and that was cool to hear they work for a single a club fort myers miracle twins yeah twins yeah exactly twins affiliate yeah um do you know who doesn't have a minor league affiliate minnesota united that's it's the goddamn truth buddy um all right so trying last to bring thing- it back to soccer <laughs> All right, last thing on that. Um, I think the big thing here is that we should uh, be prepared for fans back at Allianz Field. In some capacity. Yeah. I think in in, in a not insignificant capacity. I think... 25% of 20,000. It, it would not surprise me if uh, their their plan is 50%. In April, and it actually ends up being twenty five percent. But like they're gonna, I think the idea is that I think they could they they theoretically think they could get one hundred percent in September. So, um, that's I don't think that's necessarily good or right, but I think that is probably what the the team is planning on for this year. So, my concern is the triage who gets priority like is it season ticket holders only because then that's kind of classes if it's only by you know how long you've been a supporter of the team that's biased in other ways and you're not being fair to will there be any if you're only having five thousand people in will there any be you know day of game sold to just someone who just wants to buy one game ticket, you know, will a certain amount be set aside for those people who just want to enjoy one game with their family or something like that. There are more than 5,000 season ticket holders. There, there are. Oh, so, very good. I should, I should actually reach out to, uh, I have a friend in the ticketing office. I should reach out to and see if he wants to come on the podcast and talk a little bit about that. So. I'll reach out to him. Yeah, I, I can guess. ask questions. All right. All right. So before we hit the, the, the break, uh, Tyler Miller. So we have, so MJ, Minnesota United has the best goalkeeping depth yes. in MLS right now. Um, Phenomenal. Tyler Miller, where do you think Tyler Miller goes? Is he Is he still on this team? At the beginning of the season, is he is he the the main keeper? What's going on with Tyler Miller? We've talked about this before. Granted, 
some things have changed since then, but I still want to say that Dane St. Clair has to be your starter. And then if Tyler Miller is not comfortable playing second fiddle and he wants to be the concertmaster, like we know he can be, um, he is going to ask for a trade to another club. Did that answer your question? No, who's who's the starter? Yeah, Dane St. Clair. Okay. Dane St. Clair is the starter, and Tyler M Miller will either have to accept being the backup slash right. US Open Cup or, you know. So he's definitely not going to be accept, accept that at all. Like, he wants to start, and who can blame him? No. He's yeah. coming off an injury. That's fair. And that's, a, that's an unknown. And I just don't see the way Dane Sinclair is playing, him upsetting that. Now, I'm not in training. I'm not seeing them in practice. I don't see, you know, if Dane Sinclair is just filling the ball left and right and letting all these howlers in and Tyler Miller looks rock solid. I'm not seeing any of that. I'm going solely based on the performance I saw last year. And knowing that Tyler Miller is coming back from injury. On both hips. <laughs> 100% fair. All right. Uh, let's take a break, and then we'll come back. We'll, we'll discuss the, the MLS news. There's lots of MLS news that we should be discussing. So we'll be right back after this. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing we're back uh we have uh here's some mls news and then we'll we'll jump into some uh world soccer uh mls news the the big the biggest news mls is uh wither sacramento fc sacramento uh supposed to joining the mls in i think 2023 they are not going to be joining mls in 2023 or at least they're not going to be joining with their current owner, Ron Burkle. Um, Ron Burkle does not have enough money. And apparently uh, COVID prevented him from building his stadium. So he decided to bail. Do you have any thoughts on this, MJ? I don't know if you heard, but also the chief operating officer and I don't know if it was vice president or whatever of Sacramento Republic also is stepping down and what is staying on in an advisory role also so, bailed yeah so this is an this is an exodus at sacramento republic this is fleeing while the fleeing's good we yeah. haven't seen an exodus like this since <laughs> moses right so there, there was there was a lot of uh there was a lot of people who thought that this was going to be not this wasn't going to work. Um, who, but you know, they gave Sacramento a shot, and you know, it it it's not going to work. I don't think. And so, I guess my, my biggest question to you guys, to you, is is you know, there's obviously lots of other players in the in the thirtieth MLS franchise. What if you had to pick a a, a city? to put a 30th MLS franchise that's not going to be Sacramento, what would you do? I, I mean, I would go, 
Indy, for sure, number one. Um, Detroit is, is already in, right? What's that? St. Louis is already Saint in. St. Louis is already in, yeah. St. Louis is one of the, okay. one of the ones. So, yeah. so I can't pick them. Yeah, no. So Phoenix, Las Vegas, Detroit were like the three big ones. Sure. That, that, that actually made bids for uh, MLS franchises. Um, Indy is an, is a, it's like a, you know, uh, uh, wild card one. Like mm-hmm. they have Indy 11 is, is they have a great, you know, great fan base. Um, they're playing right now in the, whatever the fucking indie dome is in, in Indianapolis. Um, so. Yeah. I think Indy, Indy 11, if, 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 especially if they could promote the Indy 11 and keep some of their front office on staff, that would be, that would be the coolest. And yes, I'm being extremely biased because it's someplace that I could drive. to. Right. hundred percent. That makes sense. All right. Uh, so other MLS news. Uh, so they, the MLS introduced eight special blackout soccer kits, which are um, very specific soccer kits for uh, players who were part of the Black Player Coalition. Um, and they're they're really cool. They're really fucking cool. If you can buy one, buy one. Um, you can't buy one. You 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 get put into a lottery to okay. win one. Win one. Okay. Perfect. And what's really cool about it is the Black Players for Change Coalition. You, if you buy their merch, you get three times as much dollars you spend entries in in in, in into the lotto, into the drawing. So oh, if you buy a fifty dollars something from their, and then you have one hundred and fifty entries. In, 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 into the drawing. That's how I understand it. And then if you buy, uh, I can't remember what it is. There's a second tier where you get two times as much dollars. And then there's a third tier that's like, if you buy from our partners, like not merch that you see on this site, but from our partners, it's one time. And then since it, they want it to be no purchase necessary because they're not classist, uh, you can fill out this Google form. And by filling out that Google form, you get 50 entries just by filling out and it, it it just is asking questions about you know yes your name and your email but also you know what interests you about black players for change how did you hear about us you know which story you know all eight jerseys come from a different uh player in the black players coalition they have biographies and videos of, of them. Which story did you identify with or did you like? So they have some meaningful questions and you just answer those and you get 50 entries in, into the drawing. Cool. Yeah, it's a cool, cool it's a cool deal. And hopefully it gets people not only to be more aware of Black Players for Change, but also gets people to buy their merch, right? It, like it gets right. people to yeah. help support them financially yeah that's awesome um speaking of awesome uh jerry Henry uh steps down as the coach of montreal club club de foot montreal uh and then he's not necessarily in the running for the Bournemouth job, but you know, uh, he he steps down because uh, his family is living in London and he's been 
basically like you know away from his family for over a year so he had to deal with i don't know how many trump travel bans and what else not and he hasn't been able to be there with his family and he wants to be with his family yeah can't really believe him for that at all right so like i'm sure speaking you know quebecois is fun as a french-speaking londoner um but yeah i he misses london and he misses his family yeah yeah so. uh what is interesting from the mls standpoint is players like a mason poi that <coughs> he helped bring two club to foot <coughs> specifically because he wanted to develop them and work with them or they wanted to work with him you know or or often both right you know what happens to their players that system uh wither wither mason toy <laughs> wither mason toy uh all right let's talk about uh, there's literally man i don't know the rest of the mls stuff is dumb mj just just read it out uh orlando city loaned a guy by the name of daryl dk who played really good against minnesota united uh he he is on loan to barnsley in the england championship league and he scores a goal he scores a goal versus our patreon subscriber eric grady's team stoke city and while grady and i have talked at length at why the first goal that barnsley scored should have been called offsides this goal that daryl dk scored is legit um go watch the highlights it's a nice goal from the run play uh it is very championship in the sense of there's some disorganization going on and maybe a, one or two lucky bounces but it's still a quality goal it's a fun goal to watch also inter miami sporting director chris henderson formerly of the seattle sounders finally gets brazilian defensive midfielder gregor gregor the Magalhães da Silva, Eric Silva Brenneman, tell me how bad I butchered that name. Uh, Gregor comes from uh, Bahia, a club in the Brazil Rao. And Chris Henderson's been after this guy to play for Seattle when he was working at Seattle and was prepared to give him a DP level contract. Now that he's with Inter Miami, Inter Miami is getting him on a TAM level contract, which is a better deal. Right. One, of the, one of the things that he does well as a defensive midfielder is he likes to double the ball with a struggling person at the back four. So if if he's seeing his center back or the fullback on his side get beat, he's going to help and double team and like relieve some of that pressure. What could go wrong? Him, David Beckham, Chris Henderson. What what could go wrong? It's 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 only Inter Miami. Literally nothing. Nothing yeah, could nothing. go wrong with nothing Inter Miami. Wrong. Yeah, no, no, yeah. exactly. Um, all right, so <laughs> we're gonna jump into. Uh, so there's U.S. women won the She Believes Cup. Uh, we talked about that last week. Uh, they are sixteen and zero under Vlaco. Yeah. Since he was announced the uh, the manager of the team, they're sixteen and zero. So, uh, 
which is better than any other U.S. women's national team coach, if I remember correctly. They, yeah, he has he's been the best coach ever so far. So far, we'll see yeah. what he has in the Olympics and then uh, in the in the uh, World Cup in two years after that, I think, because they're they moved yeah. up a year. Or yep, whatever. two years. Yep. Um. U.S. Women's national team, uh, yeah. They 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 announced the U.S. Men's national team schedule. It, you know, it's 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 weird. Uh, they literally just on Jamaica today. Jamaica and, and Northern Ireland are the two big things that are coming up very very soon in March. Uh, March twenty fifth versus Jamaica, March twenty eighth versus Northern Ireland. Yep. Those will in, be good tests. Jamaica and Austria, and then Northern Ireland, and I think Northern Ireland. Okay. So. And then. Uh, in June, we got the Nations League, different yeah. roster, um, Honduras, and then either Mexico or Costa Rica. Yep. Tough games. Depends on how you win the first game. Yeah. Um, both of those will be tough. Yeah. Uh, Hamburg Derby today. Uh, yes. St. Pauli beat Hamburg. What a yeah. thing. Dude, this was this was amazing. Uh, Hamburg scored an amazing goal in the 89th minute. minute. It was fucking amazing. 89th? Yeah, 89th. Yeah. I saw that it was late in the game, and I saw it when it happened. I was keeping most of my two eyes on Everton versus uh, Sunderland. So I was just like, oh, cool. Wow, they scored. Oh, my goodness. Um, Despite that they haven't finished as well as Hamburg, they have had their number in this derby for the past two and a half five, five games yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think yeah five, I think they're five and oh against Hamburg yeah there's there's a draw in there but like yeah they're 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 really good against their cross down rivals yeah they so are. yeah good for St. Pauli and the boys in brown yeah the boys in brown um and then uh let's talk about uh Let's get Paramount Plus because we'll do that with, with Dan. Because yeah, 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 and, and we'll, we'll do the lesser city thing with Dan too. Okay, we can skip that. Uh, all right, I guess MJ, you want to do the UCL stuff? So, we talk about men's champions league. I want to give a shout out to the women's champions league, which is going on for the next two weeks. Do it round of 16, it's two legs, one leg is going to be this, this week, mostly Wednesday, Thursday. And then next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. There are some good matchups, just like the Women's World Cup, not having the same parity as the Men's World Cup because they haven't been promoted as much. They are a younger sport. They have fewer athletes to pull from. So the parity is not there yet. But what's nice is to see the growth of the game, right? The growth of the women's game, that all these teams are getting better. So yep. on the blowout side, we got... Barca versus Fortuna Fjording out of uh, Denmark. Man City versus uh, Fiorentina. PSG versus Sparta Praha. So those will all be blowouts by the home team. The closer in score, but still blowouts, Wolfsburg versus Kviner. And uh, Olympic Lyonnais versus Brondby. And uh, also from Denmark. Those will be closer, but because of the talent differential, they'll still be blowouts. And then the one that could be really close and interesting, uh, Chelsea versus Atletico de Madrid. So 
check your local listings or FOTMOB or Live Soccer TV, whatever site you use. It's going to be on CBS All Access. You'll figure out the game times. If you work from home and you can afford to have one of your streams kind of going on in the background, showing some women's soccer in the afternoon, watch it. These, these are all on CBS All Access, right? All on CBS All Access. It's just fucking CBS All Access on here. Or I guess now it's going to be Paramount Plus on March 4th or whatever. So I'm saying if there's this particular match you want to watch, find what day and time that is, you know. But yeah, it's on CBS All Access. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, well, MJ, thank you so much for uh, all that. Uh, God damn it. We're gonna, um, where's the end of this podcast right now? Uh, if you, it was kicktastic, it was kicktastic, yeah. Um, davesino.com is where you go, uh, patreon.com backslash days I know if you want to, uh, contribute to the podcast, and yeah, because we're gonna be. Introducing some beers very quick, very, very quickly. So patreon.com slash days knows where you want to go for that. Um, where can they find you, David? At TDIKMN on Twitter. Uh, MJ is at MJ Matsui. Dan Wade is at D Wade. I'm at Shakespeare Zeller. We have been the Dave's You Know. This is the Dave's. Son. Long as you do yours, land here, become feet, con. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our thing, son. Through the act, we attract two, hope to reach one. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be we, done. Uh, we, we do our thing, son.